Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi, thanks for joining me today. I am going to be talking about finding peace during the holiday season. You know, we are in Advent right now, and Advent is a time of waiting, waiting for the coming or arrival of something. And this is the season when Advent is waiting for the arrival of Christmas, when we celebrate the fact that Jesus was born as a baby and entered our world. For most, it's a time of joyful anticipation mixed with frazzled busyness. But for those of us who have faced the death of our child, a lot of times it's just a time of waiting for the season to just be over. There are so many painful reminders of who we're missing and painful reminders of what will never be. We are also waiting to be reunited with our child, and that cannot seem to come soon enough, right? I remember in that first year after Becca died, telling God to just kill me so I could be done here. Even though I had four other children, I just couldn't get past the pain of having Becca gone to be able to enjoy and pour love into the ones who were still here. Most of us were not suicidal. We just don't want to live anymore. We don't want to be here. And I believe God knew from the very beginning of time that we would struggle with feeling so hopeless in our grief, and he did something about it. Even though the Christmas season is all about Jesus entering the world of the humans he created and becoming one of us, the purpose of his birth was to die so that we could have life. Not just life after we leave this world, but abundant life here on this earth. And Jesus tells us that in John chapter 10, verse 10. And believe it or not, he still wants to make good on that gift, that promise in your life after the death of your child. God tells us in Psalm 34, 18, that he is near to the brokenhearted. And I don't think there's anyone more brokenhearted than those of us who have lost a child. But no matter how broken you are today, tomorrow promises new hope. Why is that? Well, it may have looked like Jesus came as a sweet little baby, and he did, but he also came as a mighty king. We know he didn't come as an earthly king to overthrow an earthly government, but to overthrow Satan, the spiritual ruler of this world, and to nullify the eternal effects of the horrible things Satan puts in our individual lives while we're here on this earth. Jesus is not a ruthless king, even though we may think so after the death of our child. Yes, he came to right the wrongs, but not the way we often think, just like it wasn't the way the disciples thought. He didn't come for a temporary earthly fix. He came to make things permanently right for all of eternity. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning of all things, and he is the end of all things. He has the final word, and not only does he have the final word, he is 
the final word. I want you to think about this. Jesus, our King, has never lost a battle that he was brought into. He is always victorious. His strategies will often be different than ours. There may be times we don't like the playing field we find ourselves on. But when we bring him into our battle, he always has the final word and the final victory. There's a song that's been around for a lot of years that says sometimes he calms the storm, but sometimes he calms his child. Earthly kings might be able to control some physical things here and there, but only King Jesus can bring his kingdom inside of us. For instance, he can bring peace to our shattered hearts, and that is a much greater rule than any earthly king or earthly kingdom. Jesus is also our shepherd. John chapter 10 talks about the thief, the enemy who is after the sheep, who comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy them. The enemy attacks the flock and scatters it. But we have a good shepherd who is Jesus, who will leave the 99 sheep to go after the one sheep who has been attacked and is lost and wounded, and that would be you and me. Psalm 23 says, The Lord Adonai is my shepherd. He restores my inner person. He restores my soul. He restores me on the inside. And the best part is that it doesn't matter how far away you are from God in your anger or your unforgiveness. God has peace for you. How do I know this? Because he tells us in Isaiah 57, 19, he says, I will give peace to those who are near and to those who are far away. I will heal them. And in Ephesians 2.17, it tells us he came and proclaimed the good news of peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. There is peace to those who are both far away from him and who are near to him. How about another promise from the one who has the final word? Jeremiah 33.6 tells us, I will heal my people and will let them enjoy abundant peace. He will heal your wounded, shattered heart. Maybe not as soon as we want and not even a complete healing here on this earth, but he will do it. Jesus is our shepherd to guide us into a place of peace, a peace that doesn't make any sense after the death of our child. But their death isn't the end. It is not the final word on their lives. Peace is being extended to us. Our part is to let go of what we are carrying that keeps us from accepting his gift of peace. Because if we're holding on to something, we can't receive something. We have to let things go the bad and the ugly and the things that are weighing us down, we have to let go of those to be able to receive his peace. It's an exchange. We give him our fear, our anger, our doubts, our bitterness, despair, and he gives us his peace in exchange for that. That sounds like a pretty good deal on our end. 
Most of us are familiar with the promise in the book of Revelation about God wiping away all the tears. But did you know it's because he is our shepherd? It's found in Revelation 7, verse 17, and it says, For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. One thing I have learned in this journey is that peace and pain can be inside of us at the same time, and that's because The pain is in our soul, the part of us that feels our emotions. True peace dwells in our spirit because peace is a fruit of the Holy Spirit inside of us connecting with our spirit. In other words, the pain and the deep grief of missing our child is felt in our soul. But God's peace is felt in our spirits. And that's why it's possible to feel both of them inside of us at the same time, because our soul is feeling pain and our spirit is feeling peace when we receive it and let God give it to us or let it rise up inside of us because it is inside of us already. Here's another paradox. Just like peace and pain can be inside of us at the same time, we don't have to make a choice to lean on God or to fall apart. We can lean on God while we fall apart and even have a peace that goes beyond our understanding in the mess of all of this. Does that sound familiar? And we desperately need this peace that goes beyond our understanding, that goes beyond what makes sense in our minds or makes sense in our hearts. This time of year, we're so used to hearing the phrase, Emmanuel, God with us. And that was said in the Bible before Jesus died, before he was resurrected and he ascended into heaven and sent the Holy Spirit. But now he isn't just Emmanuel, God with us. He is in us. And just like the seed of hope is already inside of us, his peace is already inside of us. But we need to be willing to dig deep, allowing our spirit to rise above the pain of our soul. And it isn't easy, but it can be done. If this is something you would like to do, but you don't know how, or you have struggled with finding God's peace in the midst of your storm, well, okay, it's more like a hurricane, isn't it? More than a storm. But use music. God created music to be a pathway to our soul, allowing it to submit either to our fleshly nature or to our spirit. Think about music. Music either feeds your flesh, your fleshly nature, or it feeds your spirit. Our soul is like it's caught in the middle between our spirit and our bodies and our fleshly nature. I want to suggest to make a playlist of songs on YouTube or wherever that opens the door to the peace that you need and want. It could be worship songs with words, or it could be instrumental worship. It could be classical music. You know what will soothe and calm your spirit, even if it's just for a few minutes, allowing the peace in your spirit to cover the pain like a healing salve. It might bring tears. In fact, there's a pretty good chance that it will. But there'll probably be tears of pain mixed with the relief of peace that God's love and his presence is still very much with you. All around the world, 
Horrible things are happening. Horrible things have happened since the very first murder when a jealous man murdered his own brother. You know, I wish God would have shared with us what it was like for Adam and Eve to have one son murder the other son. When the birth of Jesus was announced by the angels, they proclaimed peace on earth. God sent himself wrapped in a human body so that his peace could walk around on the earth in a time of turmoil because the Jews at that time were under Roman rule and the Romans were known for their cruelty. Peace is God's plan. Peace came as a gift in the manger. What happened to that gift? The same thing that happened to God's perfect peace when time began. Sin happened. Selfishness, cruelty, lust for power, jealousy. But that doesn't keep God from continuing to offer his gift of peace. And it's up to us to take it from him and unwrap it for ourselves. My hope and prayer is that you will let go of the things that are keeping you from accepting God's gift of peace that came wrapped up in a little child over 2,000 years ago. I speak God's peace to you. It's time for our birthday segment. This week, I want to start with Sarah Jordan, who was born on December 11th and is forever 42. Tanner Allen Harris was born on December 13th and is forever 20. And Cameron Paddock was born on December 14th and is forever 22. We celebrate these birthdays. We celebrate these three who came into the world and into their families' lives. I would love to share your child's birthday with our listeners. If you go to gpshope.org slash birthdays, there'll be a little form for you to fill out, submit the information, and I will add your son or your daughter to the birthday segment the week of their birthday. I am really excited to announce that coming soon, you, our listeners, will be able to sponsor a podcast in memory of your child. You can choose the week you want to sponsor, knowing that it's going to be heard by listeners the week it comes out, and it will continue to be heard by new listeners for years to come. Your son or your daughter will be acknowledged that week, including what you want others to know about your child. Let me just give you an example, and I'll use Becca in here. So here's my example. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dave and Laura Deal, parents of Becca Deal Howard. Becca was full of joy and had a wonderful laugh everyone loved. She could make anything fun, including her life in the hospital. Becca's love, talent, and anointing for worship was a blessing to many, including the songs she wrote. Becca is very missed, and her family is looking forward to the day they see her again healed and whole. Thank you, Dave and Laura, for sponsoring today's podcast in loving memory of your daughter, Becca. So if you want something like that for your child, 
Be sure to join us next week for the details. We're still working everything out on how to have people sign up and pick the week and all that stuff. So listen next week. We should have everything ready for you and all the details in how to sponsor a podcast in honor and loving memory of your child. Most of what I have shared in this podcast today was taken from the book, Hope for the Future, an Advent book for bereaved parents. Every year, the four Sundays before Christmas, I have a live Facebook time with bereaved parents, lighting an Advent candle and bringing a word of encouragement within the pain of not having our child during the holiday season. If you would like to participate on these Sunday evenings, just go to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope Facebook page, GPS Hope Facebook page, and show up at 8.30 p.m. Central Time on this coming Sunday evening. There's two Sundays left. You might want to pull out your calendar and put it down right now because we all know how forgetful we are and how foggy our brains get, especially when we're feeling the pain even deeper because of the Christmas season. If you are listening to this podcast after the Christmas season, you can still put it in your calendar because I do this every year. 8.30 p.m. Central Time during Advent, the four Sundays before Christmas. So if you put it in your calendar now, you won't forget about it December 2020 or whatever year it is you're listening. I know that this time of year can be almost unbearable, especially the first couple of years, and I am so very sorry. But I do want to remind you to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.